Welcome to Real Life No Sci-Fi. This is Willie. <laughs> this is Wade. Hi, Wade. Hey, what's up, Willie? Nothing. Um, Wade couldn't be here today for this bonus episode, so a good friend of the show, Timothy Pizza, Hello. is filling in. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, this is great. Thanks. Yeah, what... Uh, Te- do do we always sound really boring on the bonus episodes? <laughs> you know, like, that's the stuff that I like. You know, like, when you guys are just, like, doing the day-to-day, like, the other day, you guys... When I say the other day, I'm talking my time, not Wade Willie time. I'm talking about whenever I get around to listening. But, like, I listen yeah, yeah. to you guys talk about football coaches for, like, 30 minutes the other day. I don't even like football, but... um <laughs> it's the perfect thing for like when I'm working just to have like two friends hanging out talking about stuff in the background like I talk back to you guys all the time I'm like no that's the word you're looking for or like whatever <laughs> you know so uh, I like the, oh so with that being said I'm gonna say this yeah get back to work I know yeah and, and Todd keep your eyes on the wheel I also think maybe don't get back to work. If you're working for other people, I, I've come to the conclusion I don't want you to be 100%. No. I don't want you to be 110% because, uh, you know, the the, <laughs> the the big gap between the lower and upper class. You know what? Let's not give them 100% anymore. Oh, fuck those guys, man. <sighs> They're, you're just a cog in their little machine. Yeah, so knock it off. Get your money. Yeah. Get your money and bury it somewhere. <laughs> Do you keep uh, secret cash around your place? Uh, yeah, I got a little... Um, Audrey bought me this little thing at Daiso. It's like a little zip change purse. It says pizza money on it, and it's got a little slice of pizza that's like taking a walk. It's got little legs. And uh, I keep like 25 bucks in there and then try my best to forget about it. Yeah, that's the best part is finding money because it's, it's like you, you, when you find it, you're not you don't need it. So, uh, but if I ever, just, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I said if I ever get a hell of money, I'm gonna like get a bunch of cash and eat a bunch of Xanax and bury it, or not bury it, but hide it around my house, <laughs> and then I won't remember where I put it. I used to do that with weed all the time. Get high and then hide all the weed so I wouldn't blow it all. Did you? Do you still find stuff? Uh, this is back in the day. I don't. I don't smoke as much as I used to. I try you know, to. I I try to smoke maybe once or twice a week. I, you know, I want to increase that, but I just don't want to get a huge tolerance like I used to have. Yeah, man. I was uh, speaking of hidden weed. I found hidden weed when I was packing to come do the show. Nice. That was such a nice surprise. I went out back and smoked that shit, and then I got neurotic about packing. It was great. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Oh that? yeah! Go ahead. If we're real quick, uh, if you're listening to the show and you haven't seen Game of Thrones episode four or three, episode three, uh, I don't think it's three. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty it's sure three. it's. I'm pretty sure it's not three. Well, it's the one with uh, when they the big battle. The it's big the big battle. battle. Yeah. Um, and and the movie Border. Yeah, don't. Yeah, if you want to see Border and have not, don't listen to this. Uh, so, okay, here we go. Game of Thrones, this big battle. What's your What's your initial thought of this episode? And then you can go into the whole series or the ending or whatever, whatever you want. What'd you think of this episode? Um, I didn't think we were gonna get this episode. I thought that this was gonna be the last episode of the season or the penultimate one. You know, like I, I didn't think I thought there'd be much more buildup. So I'm actually happy because I have no idea where the season's going to go now. But yeah. I, I'm not like a diehard Game of Thrones guy, to be honest. Like I check out when I'm watching it, when they're talking, I don't watch it. And like when cool stuff's happening, I watch it. It's not like, ooh, I don't if I miss a couple days, I don't like stress out about, or, you know, I'm just like, whatever, but I'm like, Oh cool. I'll just watch this game of Thrones, you know? So I'm not a huge GOT fan, but, uh, 
but I do, I do enjoy it. And um, yeah, this episode was, yeah, it was, it was a surprise, but I didn't, in the episode before it, I didn't like it all because it was just like, but that's my fault for not paying enough attention to the show because I think that was all the character build up and like who might die and whatever. But uh, yeah, you know. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what, I did like the previous episode setting up this battle until the battle happened. Now I'm like, man, you re- they really like tried to make you think somebody big was going to die. And, and, and it's like, uh, shame on them for, for turning into, uh, you know, highlight of the week. Oh, my gosh, we were so shocked. It could have been anybody. Like, that. that's what bothers me is them trying. It's like, dude, just focus on the stories because before when you, when you know, I I'm think- not going to... I'm not going to complain about them going off book because I'm glad that it's still happening and I like what they've done with the series. But it's like, please, please don't try to give us shock value on anything and then not shock us. I you think know, you you set up shock value and then you take it away. It's like, just don't even, yeah, don't even do I, it. I think somewhere down the road, I stopped getting invested in characters because I knew that um, uh, George would take him away. So I just, I think I, I think subconsciously I just stopped getting attached to some guys. Cause I was a big, I loved, uh, was it Ned Stark or? Yeah. 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 I love the first King guy. And then when they just fucking brutally killed that guy, I was like, Oh, and then the red wedding, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to let this keep happening. You know? Yeah. Like, Ned, with, with Ned, yeah. Ned Stark was like a, a real champion. You know, he was an awesome guy. He was a good guy. Yeah. Uh, there aren't too many too many good guys in the sh- in the show, you know. People have turned good, and that's why you know, like I like Jamie Lannister a lot. He's had a big turn. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with him because now he's like soft. Yeah in in this uh, in this battle episode, they did a good job of uh, uh, not showing you things <laughs> like like uh, you know when the Dothraki come in and then all their flames start disappearing. Yeah, what was and that? Then, and then and then only Jor comes back. Like, not even the wolf. You know, it's. I know a couple other people did too, but it's like, dude, you could have had Jor die there too. Yeah. That would have, you know. I, thought, I don't know. I, I thought we were going to lose Arya. I, uh, well. But. Why? Because of, of the sneaky library scene? No, because she had sex in the episode before. So I thought that was like, oh, that was her send off. Yeah, yeah, I thought that I, was like she's getting laid because she uh, she's gonna die. So I was like, oh, they're probably gonna kill her. But um, no, I was wrong. But uh, they did kill uh, Reek, who was when he was Reek. That was my, I loved that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty nuts. That was, it was weird because I loved it because I really hated it, and I liked having that attachment. Um, that strong emotion to somebody you know yeah 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 it was it was it was it was good so but it's like where the fuck are they gonna go now i know and well listen i don't mean to be a a a big old saddy pants because i do like it and i hope they do a good job but you know the in the previous episode the dragons watching them have sex that was annoyingly like what was this I mean that was was that supposed to be funny it was gross I wanted to make a meme of that dragon's face and then uh, and then I was gonna put like uh, me every time my mom comes home with a new date <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah I should do that that would be but I don't know I don't... Uh, you know I I I will say the one the one thing I love about sci-fi and fantasy and all this stuff is wizards. And so with with Bran, he's been uh, I've had the most like anticipation for him and the biggest letdown. He didn't do anything. You you know the fact that he could interact with uh, with the White Walker and when he was in the past that made me go oh cool they're gonna do some cool shit with time and the wizard and yeah, what was they, it looked like the White Walker didn't want to hurt him like like they were connected somehow oh hey Moose hey Moose hey 
baby. He's having a hard time sleeping tonight. Oh, man. It's really late. Um, sorry, what were we saying? Uh, we were talking about Bran. And, oh, uh, yeah, you know, they, they did such a good job of, like, setting up wizardry. And then even when the battle starts, he's just sitting there. Maybe he turned into a raven and watched everything, but that was really lame. Yeah, then they're, like, get face-to-face and have that, like, 30-second, like, stare at each other. Yeah, well, that's that, that's that shock value stuff, man. They're like, what is the White Walker going to do? He's going to die. This is like WWE. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then they, then like, to cut back a little bit, like, they cut Bran and, and that whole thing out for, like, a whole season. Yeah. I, as soon as that season started, I was like, well, we're not going to talk to him anymore. You know? Yeah, but well, maybe the rest of the season will be brand oriented. I mean, I feel like the White Walker's not really gone. Well, the thing is, is since they've risen and and de- been defeated before, how did they re rise? Maybe they'll answer something with that. You know, like that would be cool. I'd like to know something about the White Walkers instead of like, you know, everybody knew how dangerous they were, and then and then they're dead. Yeah. It was, yeah, and you know, the other thing, too, was, like, they could have done, like, uh, like, they could have had, like, you know, um, that one chick, the, the warrior chick, they could have, like, had her die, and then, like, Jamie had to fight her or something. Is it, is it Brielle? Yeah, 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 Brielle. They could have, like, Brielle could have died, and then Jamie could have, like, had to fight his friend. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping that that big uh, the the big snowman guy would have been uh, would have died and then turned into a wraith and then like tried to kill her and then maybe stop for a second. I thought I was hoping something like that would yeah, happen. Yeah, like there'd be like a, you have to fight your dead friend now. Like I was hoping there would be that kind of thing. Because that's that is all they set up. They're like, okay, uh, yeah. I don't know. And and then in the same vein, Ned Stark should have come out and and and. You know, Sansa in the in the crypt could have had to fight her dad. That would have been cool. Oh, is that what that place was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. So a like, lot I don't. It, yeah. I see. I don't pay enough attention, and then it gets to places like that, and I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Because but, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I mean, I've always thought the show was good but like it's like this society thing where like you have to watch Game of Thrones like a couple years ago I felt like you had to watch Game of Thrones like you couldn't be like I don't watch Game of Thrones like you can be like I don't like sports and not watch sports but you can't well I I, see I disagree with you because I don't feel like uh, a lot of people are, are good at talking about Game of Thrones even like what we just did you just say what you like and then that's it yeah and talk about what the show could be, and it's not. So it's like, what, <laughs> let's, what if you didn't watch it and you didn't have that conversation? We we could have talked about wizards not knowing about Bran. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't make they didn't make him a good wizard. I hope they make the worst ending ever, and like they just like walk to the edge of like Winterfell or something, and it's just like uh, a flat Earth drop off, and then the camera just pans out, and it's just that model from the opening credits, and just like a weird guy building it. <laughs> That's good. I would be happy if if they tried something weird and failed really bad. Like yeah. like uh, uh, maybe uh, they cut back to and and Bran is still falling from getting pushed out of the the window what's and then the he line, dies. What's the line that they said when he fall when he falls? He's like, "I did this for love" or something. Uh, yeah, something about family or something. For I don't the ones know. we love, yeah, or something. I don't know. How would you if, so you, like, if you had to make If it was like this whole thing was the flash of his life and he actually could see into the future and it was the future that would have been had he had he survived and he didn't. Like that's dumb. So if it was dumb like that. So I want some I kind of want people to complain now because they're not going to make a better ending than George R R Martin could have done. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. How would you make if you 
If somebody said, Willie, uh, here's $50,000, you have to make Game of Thrones jump the shark harder than any show's jump the shark. Uh, okay, I would say, um, let's see, wait, give me one second to gather my thoughts. All right, yeah, so... Uh, uh, right now, this is uh, the the Timmy Pizza segment while Willie's gathering his thoughts. Uh, let's see here. I like uh, snow ponies, and uh, snow a snow pony is the uh, best. Okay, 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 good because I don't know where that was here, going. Here we go. Um, um, so, Circe, her army comes in and defeats everybody that's left and make and imprisons everybody. That is all the heroes that are all, all alive, right? Yeah. And she's about to kill them. And then uh, Bill and Ted come in <laughs> from a, te- a telephone box and start playing the music that we never heard. Because, you know, supposedly their music saved the future. We never heard Wild Stallion's music. And they even have the, the girls in it, you know, that, that, they, that they started dating after the yeah. end of the first one. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't watch Bogus Journey. I, I may have, but I stopped watching. I don't remember what happened, so let's just discredit that movie. Mm-hmm. So, so they finally do get to play the music, and, and they save the future. And then, the, and then they, this intros uh, Bill, and Ted, Bill and Ted's next movie, because the movie, they're going to they're gonna start working on it, I think. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what do you think the opening line... That they would say, like, cause you, they always pop out of the phone booth and say something amazing. Yeah. Like it would be, uh, oh man, so they call Socrates Socrates. Um, what is this place? Yeah, <laughs> it looks like some kind of game of stones. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Do you think the new Bill and Ted's gonna be good? Well, because of things like Bogus Journey and, and the way that a lot of comedies of, comedies of today are like self-referential self-re- of what they existed before. Because there's so many shows that are like reboots of like, hey, Full House is back, you know, oh, and, and they, you know, I, I, I haven't even seen it. So I'm talking shit about something I don't even know about. But uh, so, yeah, they, they it, it, I just don't think it can be good it, it, because whoever they hire, what studios have done these days, you know, they, they hire people, you, somebody makes a short or a, and then they make a small movie then they get hired to make blockbusters so that they can control them this is my perception, I could be wrong uh, to control them and not have this giant director telling the studio, no, 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 no So like Wayne's World uh, 2 Yeah, yeah so so uh, uh, I I, I mean, I hope the best for it. I hope it is good, but uh, and I hope everything's good. I want to like everything, um, but most things are bad, and I, I they're going to have too many self-referential jokes. It's like every time you hear a Tribbles joke in a new Star Trek series, I you know, it's like what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, the uh, the Star Trek stuff is. Uh you don't. I like the new Star Trek stuff. You don't like the new Star Trek stuff, though, right? No, I, I don't. But I've liked some of the new movie, the new movies that they've done. You know, I, I like the alternate universe because you can't make anybody happy. But then they have uh, McCoy create Tribbles in an alternate universe. It's like, man, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They did have like there was one scene it, in the first it, season of uh, Discovery where they have like a rave. Um, party. I thought that was kind of dumb, but that's also my favorite episode because it's one of the time loop ones where they're stuck in like a 20 minute time loop. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm happy to get any Star Trek I can, but like I even liked Enterprise with Bakula. Like, yeah, I watched the first one and the same, it was just too like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Uncle Paris. I hope that I don't have kids. Yeah. It's like, what, but, dude? I mean, the fact that like nobody, P- Paris wasn't. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, but now Go they're on. saying like Michael Brannon, Spock's sister. Like, how does how the hell does that work? I don't remember Spock saying he had an adopted sister. Well, you know, what's going to be great is when when Discovery jumps the shark and puts a con in there. Yeah, yeah. Who are you? Oh, I I grow these tardigrades. That I grow these time mushroom bears. I created these things. 
What? I did like it when they went into the spore world, though. I heard about it. I didn't watch it. I stopped watching that. Mostly because I, I don't have the time to wait for them to learn how to speak Klingon. They they talk so slow. Oh, God, the and Klingons. You said it right the first time I talked to you about it. Or it's like you sound, it's like it sounds like they have cotton balls in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, and they just... They talk. I don't know. If they weren't Klingons, everything would be great. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, like just, no. but and then just that that weird. Re- oh yeah, you didn't watch it. There's like a weird relationship between one of the guys and this Klingon chick. Yeah, it's no, it's dumb. Um, but I will watch it. I, I mean, oh, you know, I mean, Kirsten I did. I, I did see. The, I did see that. You mean the leader? The girl. I watched yeah. like I watched like four or five episodes. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, what, what is this? Some political relationship behind Klingon doors? Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I know, I know. It's uh, it's bizarre. It's super uh, bizarre. Speaking of bizarre, uh, should we talk about Border? Yeah. If listen, if you haven't seen Border, it's it's one of those movies that you can't really recommend to people, but you should go watch it. Yeah, it's not just just. Hit stop well, right now. And I, I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's one of those movies where, it, had I known something, it might have been different. So I don't want to tell. So don't. I mean, if you want to watch it, don't listen to this. Yeah. And it was it was so great not knowing anything. I thought because boy was I, well, my wife and I were fucking loved it, and we were freaking out. We had to keep pausing it and looking at each other and be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah. So, brief synopsis, it starts out in, like, a dark TSA-like hallway, like, at a shipping place where, like, people are getting off a ship and they're coming out and they're getting checked through customs. And there's this ogre of a woman, like... This, uh, you know, Geico caveman. Yeah, like, she's just got the, like, animal eyes and she's, like, in her TSA outfit and she's just, like, doing this weird smelly thing, like... (laughs) Like, she's shaking her head when she sniffs, and it's just like, she catches this one dude, and she's like, yeah, yeah, he's got something, and she, they find, like, a camera, and they're like, she's like, whatever it is, it's on the camera, and then they bust the guy for having, like, uh, child porn or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then this... And, and so, basically, she could she could smell emotions, so she could smell that he was ashamed or trying to hide something and, and felt bad about it. And then another ugly dude gets off, and she smells that guy. Or is that a later time? That's a later time, but this other ugly dude he's referring to also looks like a Geico caveman. Yeah. And then she makes them check him out, and then they're like, yeah, that's not a man. Um, yeah. They're like, yeah, that, yeah, that dude's got a, a, a nanny. Or, or what's a, I, don't, I don't know what the right... PC term for is it and vagina, uh, vagina sounds and weird. Yeah, any just any. any there's yeah. it, humans have innies and outies. Yeah, so yeah, he's got an innie, and uh, they like she goes. She's got this weird life. She's got this house in the woods, and she like wanders the woods naked and like smells stuff and animals like her. And she's got this like roommate guy that seems like kind of like a freeloader. No, no, it's not. That's not her roommate. That's her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. What is the deal with that whole? It's so. Well, it, it's like it, it's really like that. He, so it's really like that. He's using her, just for like a place to stay, kind of probably, right? I feel like he cares. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not nice to her so much so that Tim thought that he was the roommate. He's the boyfriend. Right. Like I didn't see any kind of like intimate connection from her i didn't see like she wanted anything from him intimately well there was one time when he does climb into her bed and she throws him out but wait how did she get back in connection with the other caveman dude he came through again right and then they they start hanging out and uh then she uh rents a room to him yeah she rents she's got like another little cottage on the outside of her house like up the hill a little bit and then she noticed that he has bungee taped, bungee corded or duct taped the refrigerator closed. Oh, well, this is long after they've had, they actually had sex. Wait, they had sex first? Yeah. Okay, the sex scene is 
my heart goes out to those CG animator guys. They must have been so happy when they got that job. Uh, it, I mean, I say it feels like a Channel 101 movie because it, 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 it's crazy and it's and it feels wrong, but it's good. Yeah, like it's like a little. Can I can I say it? Yeah, a little tiny like worm-like penis just like comes out of her hoo ha, and periscopes up into the man's innie, like oh a worm penis. So, anyways, the 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 shocking thing <laughs> is, is that that they they're trolls. What if in the world trolls really existed and, and like they were like a dying race and people it's been so long people forgot about them. Right. And like And she doesn't know it, but he does, and he's trying to teach her. Yeah, like so she, she gets she doesn't even I know mean she's like a it's troll. It's nuts so yeah. in the best way. They do a good job of Yeah, I mean like imagine being that weird looking and having to fit in with normal society, do you think she had thoughts like maybe I'm different than anybody, everybody else? Or yeah, but you did. know, yeah. If you're a troll and you have no other trolls to look at, and and then you just are like, oh, I'm just a like there, you you would just feel like you were just a, a different human that nobody liked. Yeah. So she has this like intimate moment with somebody that understands her, and it's beautiful and like. It's so the whole thing is is this is bizarre, but it's a love story. Yeah, so they, it, they do a really great job of like not making it kitschy and not making it monstery. Like even though there's like the weird like penis guy that comes out and like does the little you know does his little penis thing, um, it's still beautiful in like a love story kind of way. Like and you're sitting there watching it just like totally juxtaposed, which is we had to stop and like rewind and just like. It was it was a it was a shock moment for sure, and uh, they did a really great job of making the viewer root for both the characters in that in such a strange yeah. thing. So that was that was really cool how they did that. You're right about that because I I also want wanted him to get his vengeance on humanity. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's cool. It's a great it's a great fucking movie, but it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the baby was creepy. Yeah, I don't want. I don't know. We don't need to talk about that, right? Well, she, she didn't give all of it away. Some people will probably like not listen. We'll probably people. Some people will probably listen anyway, thinking, "Oh, I'll never see that movie." So there's we won't spoil everything. Oh, you know, um, I was gonna. I might as well do. Uh, let me check my notes. I don't have any mail to do, but I had a. I, I had a good. Um, What's eating Willie's grapes? Segment? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, one, one thing that has always pissed me off has been the logo in Ghostbusters 2 that they wear, and, they, and, and it's on their station. It's got the two in, you know, it's Ghostbusters 2. It's a ghost holding up the number two. Yeah, like a piece and of they, And, and I, I know that it's supposed to be like we're back, but like, yeah, they don't know that they're back. They, I mean, the, the, it just makes me so mad because I feel like they tried to explain why it's the logo. It didn't have to be the two for the movie or the movie, the inside or the outside of the movie. I'm like, I don't know. It blows me away. It's like it's like they jumped their own. Writer shark. I don't know. It's like you, 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 you crossed. You broke the fifth wall. Wow. It seems. Yeah, like, and it's weird because it's not like them breaking it; it's their logo breaking it. Yeah, yeah that's weird. It's like, I don't know. This is sort of similar. But it not, it feels like a studio decision, if you ask me. Go on. What? Okay, so this is sort of similar, but like, okay, you you know the trilogy, um, like Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Have you seen any of those? 
the M. Night Shyamalan What's, comic book thing with uh, Unbreakable, Bruce Willis. I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the third one. Yeah, so in the first one, I was like... And I, listen, I love Unbreakable. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I liked it, so too. It's a great first act, but it's also a great movie, I think. I was really upset as a 14-year-old or a 16-year-old that they didn't show the train wreck. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah like it, was, it, it was pretty devastating. Yeah, like they've been... like Because it was... It was it, has. it may have put you in a in a, in a better and it may have given you a better idea that nobody survived had it been really terrible to watch. Right, and it's like they had Bruce Willis, who's like the ultimate survivor disaster guy. Like, and then I just just like, you know, like I was just that's been eating my grapes for like twenty years. <laughs> I I figure um, it's what's weird about M Night is he he's he's a director, and I'm sorry to talk shit. I you know I. I, it's weird. Well, whatever. He, I feel like he's a director that isn't a good director, and he got so lucky with all of his casting that when he finally didn't get a good cast, it was like, oh, what? It just happened. Dude, I feel like... And everybody, everybody's delivery is just like him, because I feel like he probably tells them how to deliver it. Yeah, you know, I... His movies have weirded me out so much over the years that I think he might be the greatest director ever, but we won't find out until like a hundred years from now. Like, wait, did you see the last Airbender? No, but I saw. Did you see the? Did you see the visit? No. Oh my god, it's so good. And the happening, I hated that movie so much while I was watching it, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since. Well, I mean, the idea—it's it, it, a great concept. Yeah. That pl plants are intelligent and they're and they're trying to kill us because we are ruining them and the planet. It's great. It's a good concept. I think the visit might be his best movie. I don't know, man. I, I loved Glass too, though. What's Glass? It's the third one in the Unbreakable. Oh, okay, good. Because the the second one split. I listen. It was okay. I love that actor. What is his name? James, is it James McAvoy? Yeah, his name? he's my new favorite too. I think he's amazing, and he's amazing as that character. I just feel like uh, there was too much of him. It didn't. It didn't seem like a, a second movie of, of that, and, and I'm glad that they didn't shoehorn it in too hard. But I'm like, no, the third, I don't know. The third movie is just the amount of everything. It's perfect. You got to watch Glass. Okay. Yeah, Glass is fantastic. <coughs> and I was totally surprised by the end and the and. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, there was one line that was just so good in glass where I had to just like pause it and call one of my buddies and like talk about it for like a half hour. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, if you can get past some of the like weird uh, Shyamalan stuff and like whatever. But M. Night, the M. Night shenanigans? Yeah, M. Night shenanigans. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, if you can get past some of the M. Night Shyamagans, um, then uh, I think you could really enjoy the, the trilogy. But I, I see why people hate that dude's guts, though. Well, I still like a lot of the things that he's made. Signs was, a, Signs was a good idea, except that, you know, the aliens, everybody's talked about this before, the aliens, water kills them and they go to a water planet. That's stupid. And then when we see the alien for the first time, it's like, oh, shit, that's the alien? <laughs> you kind of yeah. get embarrassed if you're, like, into it. And then when I saw The Sixth Sense, I mean, I liked the movie, but I felt like I knew five minutes into the movie that he was dead. Yeah, I definitely know uh, some people that did. I didn't, you know. I, I like to get high and get lost in the movie, and they did a good job of losing me, you know. And yeah. I was like, in the end, and the, when the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, fuck. Man, the the visit is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Like old school scary, just creepy as hell. And it, it's about these two little kids that um, I guess their mom like left home when she was eighteen, like on bad terms with her parents. And the grandparents hit her up, and they're like, "Yeah, we've never met our grandkids. Is it cool if they come stay for the weekend?" And the kids take the train up by themselves, and shit just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Okay, I don't want to hear any more because yeah. I, you know, I, I want to see it. It's one of my all-time favorite horror movies now. Like it's a, it's a very good movie, and there's a joke in it that's so good. And I want to see how, what you think about that after you watch it. Good, um, good. Yeah, 
Um, it was like a total director joke, but uh, it was oh god, it was so good. I want to. I'm trying not to spoil it really hard because I spoil shit on accident for people all the time. But um, just because I get excited and want to talk about it, you know. Um, so yeah. Is anything else eating your grapes lately? No, I just like to do one. I don't want to complain too hard, you know. Okay. Right. Um, if I get bored, I'll make a What's Eating Willie's Grapes theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll play it. I'll play it every time it's going. Cool. Um, well, yeah, let's, let's take a little break. Um. You've got questions? We've got T-shirts. It's real-life sci-fi T-shirts. <laughs> Hey, I don't know if you know, but we... I mean, you should know if you listen, but we've got t-shirts. We've got them. You you need t-shirts, right? You know... T-shirts, you can wear them to any... Listen, you throw a blazer on a t-shirt, you can wear it to a fancy dinner. If you had a suit on, you could have a t-shirt on underneath of your favorite thing just to prove to yourself that what you love is still on the inside. Right. And and, and, and even if you just put the blazer over it, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's hip. He doesn't care about wearing a tie. You know, a popular trend I've seen is for someone to wear a hooded sweatshirt with a t-shirt on underneath. Very popular trend. (laughs) (laughs) That trend's not going anywhere. That t-shirt could be from your favorite podcast or top eight podcast. Or, yeah, one of the podcasts that you listen to occasionally. After after you listen to your your main podcasts. Real Life Sci-Fi is the podcast we're talking about. Uh, now when you go to Tee Public and you search Real Life Sci-Fi, you'll find our shirts for, I guess, a year. That's not how it works. Yeah, it they were really probably. hard to find. You had to like go to Willie's Twitter, get the direct link, and then you could find them from there. It was broken. Well, but they now, fixed it. But now, right? Yeah. Just search Real Life Sci-Fi. Is there T-E-E. A, is there a specific way to search? Do you have to do... Do you have to? Do you have to put it in quotes? Do you have to have the dash between sci-fi? No, I, I just put it no dash, no spaces. Oh, just like a password. Fuck, I should look. I should check if they all work. <laughs> but that's how I did it. Yeah, just like a password. Okay, so go to tpublic.com, search for real life sci-fi, and you'll find our shirts. And they're done by artists who are friends of ours, and we get almost no money. <laughs> it's it's so little that I could make more selling you a shirt than I made it. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should abandon. Nah, we'd have to print them then. I know. My thing is like I don't. It's not about the money. I'd rather see. I'd rather run it. I want to run into our sh- one of our shirts one day on X. That's like a one in a million chance. There's no way. That's me, homie. What? Hey, that's me. Would you? So you would be the approaching one. <laughs> you would be a fan of the guy for being be like, who a are, listener. Who are you? That's me. That's me on your shirt. <laughs> okay, so tpublic.com, T-E-E, and then public. I'm not going to spell it for you. Figure it out. Search Real Life Sci-Fi. You'll find our shirts. There's some good designs on there. Check them out. Yeah. And if you want to give us a design, you can make almost no money. Oh, do we do a, a sharing agreement with the artists? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to draw us something, and and because uh, we've had people submit drawings, and I'm like, we should just put this on a t-shirt. Yeah, and so the people that have made shirts for us, they make their own money. I don't think we make any money off of theirs. Uh, the, the the artists? Yeah, maybe we do a little bit, but not. Oh, not but that a, means we make notice. like uh, no money at all. I know. Okay, well, maybe not that deal, but if you want a t-shirt with a self-drawn logo on it, we can make that happen. Yeah. Draw yourself and write real-life sci-fi on it. (laughs) (laughs) That is commercial, like, five minutes. Hey, uh, sorry, we had some technical difficulties. Hopefully this... the. This episode is salvaged. (laughs) I had some SD card issues. Anyways... There's a chance this is the beginning of the end, even the beginning of the episode, even though yeah. we just recorded a whole episode. At any rate, um, <clears throat> yeah, Todd, keep your eyes on the wheel. <laughs> uh, I mean, when it comes, when you are uh, doing your job, yeah, every day, where where does your mind go? Do you think what what do you do you think about just anything or do you and specifically when you're at work not when you because i know you work a lot from home i imagine there's like a sad fantasy and there's a happy fantasy 
sad fantasy is like being in some like desert town and like being a uh, uh, guy that works as like a parking lot guy that like sits in that little parking lot booth and like no cars ever come to it and I just like sitting there with an old sci-fi book that's like my sad fantasy of what I want my life to be like but like yeah. when I'm happy my work go-to is uh, having a really cool small dark office where I'm editing video and there's not a phone within 500 feet of me <laughs> and I just get to edit cool video that's rad yeah <clears throat> That's my, where's your mind go? My, you know, my, I don't, you can tell when I'm working too much or if I'm too busy because I don't even post photos, you know, where yeah. I'm like I just have to be engaged in this job that, uh, you know, is a mind, a mind suck. Um, but ultimately evolved, I would like to, you know, I want to create and I want to create stories and I would like to. I'd like to work on my own TV show. That's what I want, and uh, to where, to where I'm thinking about how to be funny or coming up with character shit. That's where I, I want my shit to You're go. You're like thinking this is how I'd do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that stuff too. Uh, but ultimately, you know, at, at my job, most days I try to think of the best way to quit the job that day, how to go out the biggest. Oh you know? yeah, I have the the rage quit fantasies too. <laughs> where it's like. And most yeah. days it's like, you know, because uh, I serve the drinks. Like if I if I walked out naked with while holding the drinks and made some joke about needing a refill. Because if you it's walked out naked TV. and I worked with you, I would take the drink and drink it. <laughs> I'd be okay with it. You throw stuff. Um, so I don't know. It's funny because, I you know, I try to... Uh, I try to enjoy myself at work and just get lost and having fun. But then ultimately, you know, somebody says something to you the wrong way. And it's like, well, do you loop it in your brain and relive it over and over for like half a day? Uh, yeah, yeah. And ultimately, the, the, the responses that I give are better in my head, you know. Ugh. Hey, Moose. See, mine get mine. Oh, I didn't mean to bop him on the head with the balloon. No, I thought right. he was gonna. Uh, I forgot he was a child. And yeah, okay. I just, <laughs> I just tagged Moose in the head with a with a balloon. Not my full intention. <laughs> I don't like to hug things at babies. Yeah, he seemed, he smiled. Yeah, it's so great to finally meet him. I've seen all these amazing photos of him forever. Have you know, have you hung like out little, with other babies? Yeah, I got a godchild, uh, Reed. Uh, How old is Reed? He's about Moose's age. He's like maybe, I don't know, 13, 14 months. I just like how how much Moose smiles all day long. Yeah, they're just little balls of happy. And then when they're not, they're just so clearly cranky for like food and tired reasons. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, ah! and it's like how I want to act but can't because I'm an adult. Well, yeah. I, I, I tend to think that you could be that stupid idiot kid. Like, like. Okay, when when I'm not thinking at work and I'm just having a good time, I catch myself like making noises and like singing to the yeah. songs that are going on and just being silly, you know. Yeah. And it's funny because people take me out of it by going, "You, what's that noise? You're funny." Yeah. Wh whatever. I'm like, just just accept it. You don't need to. You don't need to break the, my fourth wall in my head. <laughs> you know i never thought about it like that. i don't That's i funny. don't i don't need to know that you're listening yeah <laughs> yeah because that makes me go like oh i should be quiet yeah <laughs> well, i should shut up yeah uh <clears throat> well i mean uh i don't know what what uh all right well here well, let me okay let me ask you a question this isn't like your TV show that you're gonna do, but like, okay, so like, well, yeah, yeah, okay, so what would be your, uh, what would be your if you got to make your sci-fi show? Give me the, give me the layout, like the time, the landscape, and like the style of it. Well, you know, I've got one in in the works that I won't talk about. You know, because we're like trying to pitch it right now, but. <clears throat> The other show, the show that me and Wade made up, which I think is great, 
which I hope we get to make one day, is like a Star Trek style show, you yeah. know, but it takes place in one of the small lower deck rooms. Oh. It's like 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 in in our show we're like the we're the science officers but we're on a ship that wants to go kick ass across the galaxy. Right. You know, so it's like, "Oh, we we now we want to study this planet." And they'll like drop us off and then go take off and kill some aliens while we fend for ourselves and then they they pick us back up and we have to like argue for funds and stuff like that right. when everyone's yeah. a piece of shit and except for I don't know yeah <laughs> but I I like the I, you know I love Star Trek shows but to bring it to a smaller level and not really involve the captain the captain is like the president or the queen yeah you don't hear about that some right. idiot that will maybe show their face every now and then and ruin your life but. You yeah. still have to go day to day. Yeah, because like, I don't know if I like this job yet. I might drop out of Starfleet. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's uh, weird to me how many, in, in all of these sci-fi stories, how many heroes there are. It's like, well, I'm a hero too. Yeah. Oh, I'm a hero too. You know, I, you know, and, and, and uh, I'm just playing on the holodeck all day and just jerk off my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I was going to bring up every now and then there's that guy that, uh, Moose is in his holodeck right now. <laughs> it's a, it's a tent. And it's got the circus stripes and a hula hoop. Yeah, Moose's uh, room, which is our living room, is like a little uh, a little theater set. Yeah, he he took like seventy five bucks from me in blackjack earlier. <laughs> uh, that's non refundable. Yeah, I know. It'd be funny if they had if the, if you didn't know about it, but there were weird laws where like you had to pay a baby. Yeah, yeah. If a baby, if you lost money to a baby, like you had to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> like no, but, no. This started when Roosevelt's baby, uh, yeah, beat out Wilson. Whatever. But it's okay to like lightly shake a baby if you wink at it first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I. Uh, just lightly, lightly is the key word. <laughs> you you you've watched a lot of Star Trek shows. What what do you think about the alien that just has a weird bone ear? You know, uh, do you accept it or do you get mad at it? Sometimes I like it. Like uh, there was one where they had an Andorian, like a newer Star Trek when they had an Andorian, and I liked him. He was a great character. Hey, but- sh- sh- wait, Shauna, what what was the name of uh, the girl that was? From from Deep Space Nine, that was uh, uh, she was a political one, really angry. All the she time. had the the earring and, and the uh, two creases and that were the, almost the wrinkled on. nose, the perfectly straight wrinkled nose. Do you remember her name? Yeah. What was the the? She was a Bajoran. Yeah, she was a Bajoran. It's not Belinda Torres because she was the one on Voyager. Anyways, yeah. I'm glad that all of our memories aren't working. Yeah, me too. To the core. The Bajorans versus the Cardassians, that conflict is... is Tired. <laughs> it's a tired conflict. Do you like Do you like Ferengis? No. I mean, because to me, it's like, sure, they tried to make this, this comedy care, you Wait, know. is there an episode... I, th- I, do, I feel like I make it up in my memory every time, but it's still there. It's called Menage a Troy. Do you remember this episode in Enterprise? There definitely is. Is there a sex thing one, with, with Troy and two Ferengis and her mother? There is an episode called that, but it wouldn't have been an Enterprise. Oh, you mean The Next Generation? Yeah, I think Deanna Troy and her mother like went on vacation and hooked up with Ferengis, which is fine. That sounds right. Yeah, but it's just one of those weird, awkward episodes. That I love that I feel like we don't get that from the new Star Trek. Like even the the original Star Trek, like the first episode of Star Trek had that pervy uh, albino kid. What Star Trek? The very first Star Trek, like the first episode had that. Oh pervy yeah, kid, the Clint, shirt. that was yeah. Clint Howard. Was it Clint Howard? Yeah. Oh my god! But he was so good. It was <laughs> Dude, so awkward. Fucking Ron Howard said hi to me and Moose the other day. What? It was fucking rad. Nice. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't really get. St- I well, I get a little starstruck from some people, but I we were playing on the steps and we turned around and he was walking up because he was on the show. But like I, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny because it's like I'm not trying to brag. I'm just 
But well, I, I'm bragging to myself in my own head, like, yeah, dude, fucking, fucking Ron Howard. Dude, yeah, I'm on my 35th birthday. <laughs> on my 35th birthday, I was here, and I was at the dog park at the Standard in West Hollywood, and um, Aldo got got out of the dog park, and I ran around this corner to chase him, and then lo and behold, he's sitting in fucking John Turturro's lap. Uh. And John Turturro's <laughs> pinning his belly, and like I start talking to to him and he sees me figuring it out that it's him and he just starts smiling and I'm like about to pass out. He like gave me a hug and wished me happy birthday and stuff. I talked to him for like 10 minutes. <laughs> never brought up the fact that he was a guy but uh, and he, the whole time he was just petting Aldo. Yeah, like got him in his lap. Aldo's just loving him. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. Did he, the, the, the shocking thing to me when I moved to Hollywood was uh, realizing how big most of the actors faces and heads are they're tall gaunt weirdos like like beautiful on weirdos. camera they look great outside of the camera a lot of the actors have really huge heads you're like wow yeah your face looks 10 times bigger in real life yeah and, like uh, that, and i'm uh, like is that why when, when, then and then you start to see new actors i'm like yeah of course they're an actor they have a huge face yeah look that uh <laughs> that one chick i want to was that show with like the Crazy scientist and uh, Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Um, it was like an X Files, and it had uh, yeah, Astrid, yeah. And she's that girl from uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, she does that yeah. Alice Isn't Dead podcast. That's really good. I don't, I don't remember that Jess- show. Jessica, but- Jessica Nicole, Jessica Nicole. I liked her. She might be my favorite uh, sci-fi lady. The fringe scientist girl, fringe, fringe. Yeah, I just said it. Fringe. Yeah, I was like, isn't that it? Yeah. Okay. I I, I know I should watch that, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, the last couple seasons are terrible, but there's but once you've watched enough, it's okay. But like, if you were to come into it, then it would it would stink. Well, did you like Firefly? Uh, I didn't not watch it, but I didn't go like, ooh, I need to watch some Firefly. Like when I was done watching the thing I like, I turned back on. I didn't really like it because it's like, oh yeah, it's a western in space, but I don't like westerns. I didn't like the main guy. I didn't like the main guy either. He was like, oh, I'm Han Solo too. I'm a yeah. dick. Yeah, like, like Han Solo ended up being a hero because he was a dick that, I mean, he, that I, was I don't endearing. I really like Han Solo. Like, I'm yeah, not even, yeah. Like when he, like he's like a Star, piece of shit. I don't like and then, Star Wars. And then he comes around. I'm, I'm just saying you like him because he became endearing. He started out as a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, this guy, this guy's funny. He's like everybody's brother that rips on them the whole time. Yeah, like those things I liked, and like when they're going back and forth in the spaceships and stuff, and like it's fun. But like, it just weirds me out. Like all there is is stormtroopers, and there's only one female in the whole galaxy, and like it's just like, I don't know. It just seems to me like sci-fi coded Disney, but like, I think that's what it is now, literally. But um, it's Disney, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always watch them. I've seen every one of them. I think, I, you know, not that not that this is this is the thing, but I love the idea of creating a sci-fi show just to be like, oh, here's a whole species of perverts. Right. Here's a whole species, you know, like just just I, envisioning societies that didn't that shouldn't be. Yeah, I think that that's hilarious. Dude, the pervert guy in the Orville was amazing. Rob Lowe. It was Rob Lowe. It was the blue dude. Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't. I haven't gotten that far yet. We've only watched like the first four episodes. He was in the first episode, but he comes back later. Oh, he, oh, the blue dude. The blue dude. Oh, yeah, the, that was Rob Lowe. Oh, I didn't know. That's funny. Yeah, and then uh, his whole episode, his whole arc is great. He's like the. Uh, I'm not Am I smelling hot dogs? Oh, do you? Is he get the ultimate little kid meal of mac and cheese that and ramen? hot dogs? Uh, he doesn't eat dairy yet. Oh, okay. I. No, no, I know, but he said <laughs> mac and cheese and hot dogs. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we we eat, we eat uh, vegan hot dogs. Oh, yeah, noodles are good. Moose, you know what? The, this some of the scary things about having a baby that they don't tell you about are like when a baby starts eating solid foods, you have to watch them choke because they don't know how to swallow yet. What properly? Ugh. So fucking moose for a couple days was like choking. It was well weak, she says. It was fucking scary. Yeah, I bet. Uh, just was, watching, like, like is, throat is he swallowing it? Yeah. Is he swallowing it? That's a dose of like weird reality you'd never expect. Yeah. Granted, you know, I think that we, I think a lot of people feed baby solids a lot earlier than they used to. 
I wouldn't know the first thing about feeding a child. Well, if it smells good, eat it. Yeah, that's true. Most things stink. That's the problem. Yeah. They, they were cooking fish today at work. Uh, and it was like weird food. because it, it just made me go, this is what it was like growing up for me. My mom cooked fish most days and it fucking stunk. I don't like seafood. I've tried most of the things. Yeah. I don't like seafood. If you if if someone's cooking crab, that's one of the worst smells in the world to me. You got to lose your sense of smell, man. It makes your life I so wish much I did. Easier. My sense of smell is so good and that's why my gag reflex has been so good my whole life because I can smell inside your finger. Whatever that means. Yeah. I can smell it. Yeah, you don't want to know where the inside of my finger's been. I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also was in, was infatuated with just smelling everything. So, like, yeah. you know, smelling my own belly button lint, my own earwax. Like, there's some weird fucking smells. And I don't know if I've said this before, but I think the weirdest smell in the world is if you rub a cat's nose, if it's wet... And then let that dry, and then smell it. It smells fucking weird. That's a very. There's steps to that smell. Like first you got to find a cat, then you got to touch its <laughs> nose when it's wet, and then you got to let it dry. But I, you know what? A weird smell is if you don't have a cat. Is if you have a little bit of a runny nose. If you like, is put, it like an? Is it like a band aid smell? No, no. It's it smells like. It has the sharpness of an earwax, but it has a stinkness of like a a bacteria. Nice. If you if you rub your own wet nose yeah. and let that dry and smell it, that stinks too. So it's weird that the 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 juice in your nose can have a stink if it's dry, but it doesn't because it's wet. I'm so glad I lost my sense of smell because like I, I did, had did something like, happen? Yeah, I got um uh crazy sinus surgery for like I have my septum's all messed up. Uh, from I guess like maybe fighting when I was younger or something I don't know, but uh, they cleared it out and basically I probably could have gotten some of it back, but they said that like I'd have to quit smoking. But then I noticed like a week later that I was way more even keeled without having a sense of smell. Yeah, like I did. Like it was like I kind of got a chance to like step back in a way. It's like you're in a dream when you don't have a sense of smell. What about flavors? Um, that was really hard. That was the hardest part for a long time. And for the most part, they've come back and I can taste stuff. Because your tongue still works, but your nose has so much to do with it. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's back probably, I'd say over like 60%, a little over like 60 to 80%. What was your favorite flavor before the smell loss and after smell loss? Um, I used to really like pickles, but now I don't. And now I love cilantro and spicy stuff, and I never liked that before. Okay. Yeah. Because the spicy stuff, it's like, ooh, I'm really tasting something. <laughs> you know, like in the, like, uh, what's that dumb drink? The the It's not Jaeger, but uh, Fernet, like that. So, like, when I first lost my sense of smell, I drank that stuff all the time because I was like, ooh, I get to, like, taste something. You know, like, that's good. But, oh, weird. Uh, I hate that. Flavor. You know, I hate it, too. It's disgusting. But it was but like, it was something. It was something. Yeah. But um, I had to, like, do some weird, like, soul math and be like, could I should I quit smoking, which would be really hard um, and like get my sense of smell back and go back to like this. Like, I would felt like I would like worry too much and like. But I I know that I'm interrupting you, but I think you should quit smoking. And no, I, I think and I, I should. And I know everybody says that and everybody thinks that. I mean, but you're I, one of the only smoked, reasons I think there's hope in quitting smoking. I smoked my whole fucking yeah, life. Yeah, you quit. I was here when you quit, and you would have your allotted cigarettes. Yeah. Both of you guys would. Yeah. And I still miss it, dude, and I still want one every day. Yeah, I, I remember do. I quit for six years. I did, there wasn't a day that went by where I didn't think about it. And I didn't even feel like a normal person the whole time I quit. But I, for me, a lot of my anxiety went when I quit smoking. Yeah. I quit smoking and quit caffeine. And that really took out a lot of my anxiety. Yeah, I think like a lot of my daily panic attacks are because of my pour over coffee thing. I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I, you can't, if you've been smoking your whole life, you can't fucking have a cup of coffee. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm all wired now. Thanks. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. I mean, 
No, I remember like I remember how defeated I felt like the first time I quit for like a couple months, and then I remember I was like crying and smoking cigarettes on the sidewalk at some point, like just like because like I was so mad at myself for going to it, but I had such a bad day at work one day where I was like, uh, I had to like go into the store and like use my last couple of dollars to buy that pack, and the first cigarette made me gag, and I just stood there and started smoking again. Yeah, but. definitely. If you're a smoker, you've had some depressing times because you yeah. don't want to smoke. I like I a couple times. One time, I actually quit smoking on accident because I was smoking three packs a day, Jeez. and then I couldn't sleep. I had to like position myself so that I could breathe properly, and uh, I blame that on Bijou Phillips. I was working on this movie. She, you know, she's not really an actor. But back then she wasn't. Maybe she's now. I don't know. But she, uh, we'd start the day. They'd have these. She'd have these meetings with the director, and then all of a sudden, six hours had gone by. Yeah, even and it, we hadn't done anything. Meaning we were waiting for their meeting. So the whole time I was chain smoking, going like, "Ooh, when they finally get done with this meeting, we're not going to come out for a long time, and I won't be able to have a cigarette." So I was just like, anxiously smoking, going like, "This could be the last one." So All of a sudden, like, three packs later. When I was younger, like, and more stressed out and more of, like, a passionate person emotionally. I don't blame her, though. I'm a, I, you know, it's my fault. But No, I remember on. when you guys were quitting. You guys were fine. You never seemed like you guys were in bad moods about it or That's anything. because we both decided that we wanted to quit because we wanted to live longer for each other. That was yeah, it's it was the first time I've love. ever, I could quit. Yeah. Properly, I remember I would like look forward to getting to smoke my allotted your Willie's allotted cigarette with me. I was like, I thought it was an honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good stuff. Well, uh, listen, we should get going, but what what are we talking about tonight? Uh, tonight was, uh, are we in an alien zoo? I think that's a fascinating topic. Yeah, I don't think that we are, but I think that we it's it's worth we talking How about because yeah. you we're not you wouldn't know. No. No, well, we might, but we'll, we'll. So it's weird for me to say that on the. Well, I don't think we are, but you know. Yeah, I gotta go a little bit over my scale too. I've made some changes to the scale. Word. Yeah, I'll be quick about it. I don't want to go into the scale for like an hour, but I've made I've made one change to the scale that I want to address. Well, dude, thank you for bonusing with us. Yeah, and, yeah anytime, um, dog. I mean, we normally don't have a guest on this, but you got anything you want to plug? Um. Yeah. Uh. So. I'll plug one thing plug on this. Plug it all. Plug it all. Should I plug it all? Plug it all. This is because it's long. I'll plug one on this oh. and one on the other one. Okay. Okay, so the one I'm going to plug right now is, so a while ago I started this website called Tim's Tesseract, which has now become 14.3s. Um, it's 14.3s.com. I coded the server myself into this weird uh, Raspberry Pi computer and very proud of it. So I had this one writer, uh, David Stolowitz. And then I told him to write for me, and he did. And the other day I was trying to, uh, we started out on Squarespace, and I just switched to the server that it made. So I was trying to like code everything in HTML, and I was like, fuck, you give me so much. So I was curious. So I took all his emails, took the whole story and all its content, and put it into Microsoft Word. It's fucking 90 pages. So uh, Is it a story? It's a book, dude. I'm going to put out a fucking book for this guy. This guy wrote it. I'm gonna, it's going to be a 14.3's book. We're only going to print 40 of them um actually uh yeah you know what okay so i want one well yeah okay so yeah you, you no, you don't have to pay for it no, no no i know but i'll pay yeah so we're doing this thing we're gonna put uh we want to pay for half of it with ads for really cool art projects and they're 25 bucks an ad and there's only going to be eight of them and i'm going to pick and choose them you have to be cool with letting me redraw your logo it's only going to be one color, 25 bucks. <laughs> you can hit me up at editor at 14 threes. That's spelled out like F-O-U-R-T, blah, 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 threes, um, dot com. And uh, shoot me a pitch if you want to, you know, pay 25 bucks. T-H-R-E-E-S, 14 threes, yeah. all spelled out. Okay, go on. F-O-U-R-T-E-E-N-T-H-R-E-E-S. Word. Yeah, so hit me up. And uh, there's only eight spots. And then uh, there'll be 40 of those, and then we'll sell a PDF for like 99 cents on Amazon or something. Rad. Yeah, zines, old school. So you can hold it in your hand, and it doesn't need a battery. That's kind of nice. You can keep it on the back of your toilet. Yeah, you know, I just we just got this Furbaca Furby, and it's got these digital eyes, and I'm like, boy, that's really taking a lot of the battery. Like, what happens if the batteries run out? 
Am I going to have to reprogram this thing? Oh, man, you just blew my mind. You said Furby. For some reason, I confused it with a Chia Pet. I was like, yeah, Furby, I never I had like, one of those. Chia Pets don't have batteries. Oh, 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 uh, Chia Pet. I was getting... I you when you said Chia. Chia Pet, I was thinking of... Uh, what were those little egg games that you had where you had to Tamagotchi? hatch the egg? I would, when you said Chia Pet, I was thinking Tamagotchi. So yeah, so... It we, seems like we're very good at not communicating yeah, with each other. right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, hit us up at Real Life Sci-Fi 3 on Twitter, uh, Wade and Willie at gmail.com if you want to give us topics. Uh, you know, I didn't read any e- mail because we didn't get any mail, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, it's so weird. I don't, you know, it's so weird. But, hey, thanks for listening to the show. Fucking tell us what to talk about. I, I know that's weird, but it's really trying to – we don't know how to engage. That's the thing. Tell me about like, ponies. Ask us a question – so we can answer you not because we want a topic, but because we want to talk to you. That's <laughs> we're not good at even communicating that. So thanks for listening. Yeah, our next episode uh comes out Cinco de Mayo at night. Well, it's actually the sixth, but happy day. Uh hey Tim. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about everything. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>